2: Hey, good afternoon. Welcome back to The Good Life. I'm Guy Bauer, food, wine, and fun for years. That's what we do every Saturday from the Odyssey Good Life studio. Max working the board. We were just jawboning about football. Max is a big Kansas City Chiefs fan. He's He's got a Mahomes jersey on now. <laughs> no, he's opposite of that. Uh, looking forward to that game tonight and uh, looking forward to tasting some great wines, not only tonight, but tomorrow as well. Our chapter of AIWF has a members-only event. And it's going to be featuring all of the wines, except for the Cabernet, uh, produced by my guest, Betsy Hendershot, under the Downward Dog three-liter bag-in-the-box label. Betsy, I couldn't wait. I poured a little of the Sauvignon Blanc just to hold me over.
0: Well, (laughs) Smart choice.
2: It's a good lunchtime wine. Exactly. Okay, so there you are. The bee is in your bonnet buzzing away. Your husband goes great. He's probably going, oh, man, what has she done? Yeah. And, and yes, because you had contacts, because you were in the distribution business, that makes it easier. And you went out there, and you did around. And there's a lot of different areas in wine country, both in California, Washington, and Oregon, and and producers who make wine for different labels. And they do a pretty credible job. I I don't think anybody has the... Uh, fortitude to put bad wine in any kind of vessel these days because it just ruins your name and and ruins your chance of financing and things like that. Right? Did you do the tasting yourself? And, I mean, you touched on that. You said that. But then I just, I can't imagine finding the quality of grapes and and the producer all in one location to pull this off.
0: Right. We got, you know, so lucky. But Um, we did put a lot of work into it. And when I say we, I mean, yes, it was myself doing the tasting, but I involved everybody that I could, (laughs) that I could get because it's not just me, right? Everybody's palate's so different. So, you know, luckily we have a large family and, uh, lots of, lots of wine tastings happening at our house around that time. But, um, you know, and some, some of the vitals were quite easy. For me, um, you know, especially coming out of Washington, so the cab was great. The Merlot was was nice. Um, you know, they did a nice blended rosé that for me wasn't too sweet. Um, and the hardest one by far was the Chardonnay. That just isn't, you know, it's not a varietal that I spend a lot of time drinking. And so <laughs> uh, I think I think I sent it back. You know, numerous times three or four times um, to tweak it and you know luckily they were able to do that for me and actually landed on you know something that I absolutely love and drink a lot of today but no it was not an easy process it was pretty fun but not easy
2: well and I'm, I if I were gonna pick if I were going to get a bee in my bonnet and and Kenny did a downward dog then I'd call it Kenny's wines or think out of the box how about that? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would, I would pick the Columbia Valley. I would pick Washington state for a number of reasons. Do you envision downward dog coming from the Columbia Valley throughout the foreseeable future? Have you looked at other areas?
0: I have looked at other areas, um, simply because of course, as soon as I discovered, um, the wines that I wanted to use from this region, we had, you know, Napa um, had a really rough year uh, or kind of has had rough years since. And so demand for Washington wine, you know, almost immediately skyrocketed. So, um, you know, I look at not having to farm my great my own grapes is a great thing, but where it gets tricky is when you know everyone wants the same wine that that you want, so yeah. the prices go up right. So um, we've kind of tested the market and the prices, and said, okay, how much can we how much can we push to get really great wine? And we've kind of found that you know the consumer that likes our wine really wants a box wine around twenty dollars. So we can't push too much. So um, that is pushing me outside just to look in other areas. I would love to keep it within the United States um, right now. That's actually a really important thing um, with shipping and everything that comes along with it. Um, But I think looking outside of Washington is maybe not a bad thing because what I'm going for is great wine in a box, right? And we can find that a lot of different places. I have the profiles that I like and that I know my consumer likes. So now that I know what you all like, I can do my best to find it um, at the price that you want it.
2: (laughs) Well, you know, I was kind of setting you up because – Right away, I thought, I don't see a Riesling in the lineup yet. And and Riesling is such a often overlooked, although more popular today than ever. But New York State and the Finger Lakes make some of the best Riesling in, in the world, certainly in our country. And I, maybe you ought to go. I, I have some good connections there that uh, maybe they'd be, you know, great could do you some produce. And uh, I think that somebody's got to do it. Somebody has to take the time and effort uh, to put good quality, consistent wine at a, a reasonable price. And I, I hate the idea that if you had to charge $30 for the box instead of 20 or 19, uh, you know, that people would get not buy it. I would think if I was a everyday box wine drinker, that's all I wanted. I just wanted convenience and uh, do my ecological part. Uh, mm mm-hmm. Uh, that I, I would still be ready to jump up a step if uh you know well Kendall Jackson Fitness Reserve. You know, they, yeah. they they could have done that.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and I agree with you because we're we're on the same page, right? We see we see the benefits and we're you know, um we're not off put by the packaging. And I think we're getting closer. I really do, because it's not just the consumer. I think the consumer that are, that's like us appreciates it as well. But as you know, we're really driven by um, the expectations of the retailer. And even though obviously they know what sells because they know what's on their shelf, it changes in every state. Um, and, you know, I hate to say it, but a lot of grocery stores don't want to put – they don't want to risk it. It's, 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 you know, high-end real estate. In those stores, yeah. So <laughs> it's not just what the consumer wants; it's what the retailer would take. So you're kind of torn, a lot of yeah. different ways in this industry.
2: Well, I, I, I think that what you have done is is remarkable. Not because it's not been done, but it's been done by big companies that have made bottled wine. Mm-hmm. And for you to do what you did uh, is uh, yeah. There's risk involved that you in all the labor, of course, uh, and I. I while you were talking, I have my the my Sauvignon Blanc was probably a little colder than it should be. And it's uh come around nicely and let's can we talk about the three wines real quick that I have here let's with me? It. Sure. The, the Sauvignon Blanc uh, I, I love to see stuff like this. Uh the stat sheet says you put a little Riesling in there. And mm-hmm. you I love Riesling. I love everything. But yes. and, and this makes it then uh, softer, it's less herbaceous. It's not that. But uh, there's no New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc here, and right. it just smells so pretty. Uh, there's more pictures of guy with his nose in an empty glass, and people <laughs> go, "Do you drink that through your nose?" I "No, but when the glass is empty, you can smell the fruit," mm-hmm. and I can. And this is a this is a, a porch pounder, a, a by the pool, a. a a a great one. This would be a great wine to cook with, to have with mussels or shrimp or uh, chicken off the grill. Yes. This is. Yes, ch-
0: exactly, and exactly. You hit you hit the nail on the head. I mean, it's meant for, and that's why we made it just. Added just a touch of the Riesling because it, it makes it more available, right? You can do so many things with it. It's my go-to. There's always a box in my refrigerator, and I, li- I, I love it. It's light.
2: I'm glad you chose it. Yeah, hey, well, and we're going to have fun with it tomorrow. Um, I was going to bring the Shard, too, but here it is. This, this is, okay, average retail is around 20 to 23, uh, high retail. And four bottles. We're talking, you know, five dollars and change per bottle, right? And then you don't have the glass and the closure and the cases. And uh, I can't wait to try the Chardonnay tomorrow. But uh, yeah,
0: I'm excited for you.
2: Tell me a little about the signature red. When I when I read uh, what you have done with the signature red and the grapes that you put in it, this is a almost a Bordeaux blend, except you put a little Syrah for color.
0: Right. Yes. And that was, you know, the signature red, I really had to lean on, um, lean on the winemaker. And, you know, we, we went around a few times, as you can tell, it's, it's really nice and dry. But it's sweet enough to where I wanted something that if, if someone was saying, hey, you know, I'm going to event, an event, I want to take some red wine with me, but I have no idea what these people like. You know, it's just kind of a, a crowd pleaser. Um, and it's an exceptional blend. So I wanted, you know, and, that's, and now the new boxes um, kind of with this, this new style that we have is um, it really features the red blend because, you know, no matter what, this is kind of our signature go-to, you
2: know, profile. I can't get my nose out of the glass. And, <laughs> and you know, I, I love on on the, in the trade section of the website, and, folks, you should go check it out. It's simply Um, And look at the trade section, and you can see st- uh, uh, abbreviated text sheets for each of the wines. And you put a, a sweetness scale, a, a derivative of the international Riesling foundations scale. And I think that's really important, especially for uh, new buyers. And this is the kind of wine that when somebody, when I was working at retail at Jacob Liquor Exchange, they would say, well, I want a red wine, but is there any sweet red wines? Well, yeah, there is. But how about a wine that's just maybe not as big, bold, tannic as the red wines you've had that makes you ask for a sweet wine? How about something that's a little more... Soft and and fruit forward and and here you have it, French oak aged, fifty nine percent cab, 20 percent syrah, five percent cab franc, two percent petit verdot, and the French oak aged. We you gotta love that.
0: Uh, Not bad.
2: What fun! Uh, it makes me want to fire up the grill.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> Good. It's doing <laughs> its job.
2: I may do that tonight. Um, I want to. I want to switch to the merlot. Okay. T- merlot is one of those things that. It's so funny when people talk about Merlot, and you know where I'm going with this. Right, uh, right, And I think it's one of the best red wines made in our country. Tell us about the Merlot.
0: So, you know, I have really pushed the Merlot because I really like the Merlot. And, um, you know, regardless of what people may think, I, I keep expecting it to make a comeback, and I think it is. You know, um, I would be interested to hear your thoughts on that. So what I wanted with a Merlot was just, you know, the expectation is that to get a nice, true Merlot out there in a box. So, you know, Merlot, in my opinion, goes with everything, especially like the American meals that, that we eat. But for me, it's nice and dry. And, you know, that's what that's what I like. You know what you're going to get every time you open a box of of our Merlot, so um, a little bit of Merlot or mostly Merlot, just a, a little bit of Cab Franc. Um, nice, juicy plum, you know, blackberries, fragrant, fragrant. A little bit of lavender. I think it's really smooth. I I love it. It's it's kind of my go-to.
2: Well, again, I, I can't wait. Um, we didn't we don't have the cab for our event tomorrow because do you keep track by SKU or Is there a code on the box? Since uh, So far, I don't think there's any vintage on any box. Is that a fair statement?
0: Yes, that's correct. We've kept it Um, (laughs) non-vintage. It just makes it a little bit easier for me. But, um, yeah, you know, the cab has always been a big seller. And like everyone else, I mean, I'm a small business. I've had a, a little bit of a hard time getting access to you know, um, boxes and and really one and of itself. And I just refuse to. I've I've had some some cabs sent to me that I just don't think meet the mark. So instead of bagging them up and hoping for the best, kind of waiting for something else to come around. So right now we're a little low on the cab. Um, so I couldn't send it to you. Sorry, but as soon as as soon ah. as it comes in, you'll be the first to know.
2: Well, you know, and you should be that way because this is you and Lincoln on the box.
0: I can't disappoint Lincoln. I mean, no. I, you can't. He's got a safe face. You,
2: you may never get a downward dog again. Um, <laughs> exactly. I, I told you about smelling empty glasses. The mm-hmm. Merlot, oh, it just smells so good. You, you can get that subtle oak. I would guess the French oak barrels were a, a couple years old, but it, it's still, it, it's really pretty. All three of these are great. We have uh, more to come uh, that we'll be tasting tomorrow. And... Uh, we had uh, close to 40 and now we're in the low 30s. Some people over COVID concern have backed out and um, we still hope you can make it, but on the same hand, uh, we won't be upset if you can't. I don't want you to get exposed. I don't want uh, you to drive up here if the weather's crappy or whatever, but (laughs) we'll talk about that offline. But I got to tell you, I'm so glad you let me interrupt your Saturday. I hope the hubby and kids are good and, Uh, Give Lincoln a hug.
0: I sure will. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your service. And uh, thanks for this program. What an honor. Really appreciate it, Guy.
2: Well, I I hope we can uh, get it on more shelves and into the glasses of people that like wine. Because
0: Well, I uh, appreciate it. Me too.
2: Everything I opened here was just fine. I can't wait to try the other wines tomorrow thanks a lot Betsy Hendershot you're the best and uh, thank you you graduated from uh, from University in Tulsa
0: yes University of Tulsa down the street from me
2: look at you well wow, so cool so good to have you close and we'll we'll, we'll chat more here in the near future uh, have a great uh, Saturday and uh, the rest of the weekend and uh, we'll talk offline here and see if uh, you're still coming up tomorrow
0: sounds great thanks so much Happy New year New yeah year. excuse me Take Happy care. New year
2: all right, quick break. We'll come back. We're going to talk to Chef Jeremy Wade. Uh, his establishment is uh, rocking. I think he has a great intestinal fortitude to open a restaurant during COVID. Bethy and I ate there this week, and it was just so good. And wait till you hear about the new Passport to Italy uh, campaign going on now. It's Campania, and the menu looks really good. We'll be right back. Don't go away.